welcome to the official Intergames podcast, Getting Into Games. Each episode, we chat to a games industry professional all about their career and how they got there. This time, we are joined by Gabby Anilio, a senior QA and dev support from the multi-award winning studio Naughty Dog, who are behind some of the biggest games in the world which you might recognise, such as The Last of Us and the Uncharted series. Intergames is the UK games industry careers service, working to make games careers more accessible for all, and particularly those from diverse and underrepresented backgrounds. We run such initiatives as the Video Game Ambassadors Network, Games Careers Week, and the Intergames Mentorship Programme. If you want to find out more about our work, find us on Twitter at intergameshq and online at intergames.org. Without further ado, please enjoy the episode. Hi Gabby, thank you so, so much for joining us. Do you want to start by introducing yourself, who you are, and what your role is in the games industry? Um, hello, um, my name is Gabby Anilio. Um, I'm currently working at Naughty Dog as a senior QA, like senior-ish QA. I don't know, I feel like I've been doing a bunch of different QA roles, but um, let's give it that title. <laughs> um, and yeah, I've... Uh, been working for about like three years in the industry now um so still not a whole lot of experience but like enough to like make a difference so Mm -hmm. yeah (laughs) nice how did you get into games um okay so I grew up in the Philippines and uh I guess I like moved here to the U.S. like around age 11 but Growing up, like, I lived in the provinces, like, with my uncles, mostly, and they ran internet cafes um, back in the age-old days. And I guess they still do, um, (laughs) but in the Philippines, they would have, like, these cafes where you would just, like, pay to use the internet. um, And I would use it to play GTA (laughs) without my mom's permission. um, And, like, a lot of other PC games. And I guess that's really where it started. Like, I was really big on Warcraft and Starcraft, um, Age of Empires, Sims, um, and yeah, like, GTA San Andreas and all of that good stuff. All the classics. All the classics. (laughs) And then I I feel like I don't remember when exactly, but I got my mom to buy me, like, a used PlayStation 1. um, And all, like, me and my brother would do is play wrestling games. So not, like, anything too exciting but um I guess that is how I got into games and at first I thought like oh I want to become an architect I'm so obsessed with sims but I just really (laughs) wanted to play video games so yeah (laughs) nice one and how did that interest in GTA and all these computer games that you're obsessed with as a kid kind of segue into you pursuing a role in the games industry itself um I always knew that I wanted to like once I got over like the whole like oh I want to be an architect or an astronaut thing um uh I always had the goal of just like making games that I could relate to or um like I've been impacted by a lot of games so I wanted to do the same for like other people um and I think that really came about when I started playing more like story driven games because there was sort of a turning point where games just became more about like 
shooting and um other fun things which which is totally fine if that is like what the game is but um yeah i once it started getting into like harder topics and stuff that you could really apply to real life i was like i want to do something like this and i want to kind of be one of those not pioneers but like kind of continue the role of like the what mm. the pioneers did for storytelling and other things like that and then so when i moved to the states um i kind of just like set my eyes on that goal um of like working in the games industry and i pursued like a computer science degree because my parents were like if games doesn't work out you have to have a backup and i was like okay fine <laughs> <laughs> um and I, I wouldn't consider myself like super artistic or anything so um I did like designing and coding. That's what I initially thought I wanted to do. Now it's just kind of like up in the air. I'm just vibing on what I actually want to do. <laughs> but um, yeah, that's kind of how I got into it. Like, I think there was always just like one constant throughout my life in terms of interest and it was video games. Mm. And how did you get your first kind of professional role? And then how did that lead into the role you have now at Naughty Dog? um yeah i didn't actually know anybody in the industry and i felt like super behind in that sense and i didn't like do any internships or anything um because i was just taking classes and i graduated early so i like took classes like over like the interim periods and like summer classes and stuff like that um to really speed that up and you know save on money um so literally after i graduated like a semester early i was just applying to like a bunch of places um and like i had a couple like interviews for like entry-level design things that i just like they were they you know it ended up being like you don't have enough experience i was like okay and um i also wanted to get into qa because i felt like everyone was like that's a great like you know segue into the industry and also you just get to work with a lot of different people in that sense and like kind of build your way up from there. Um, so yeah, my first job was at Square Enix. I got a localization role to work on Dragon Quest XI um, for like six months um, for both like the PS4 and PC version, which is pretty cool. Um, and that was like within like a month, I think of graduating. And I had like that month to like kind of go through a existential crisis um yeah I I didn't really have like any exciting story I was just like applying 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 and then eventually somebody gave me a chance which was really cool nice one so take us through then an average like day in the life of your role right now let's see <laughs> there's like a lot of things going on I feel like um it really depends on the like the project and also like where you are in that project because mm -hmm. you know you could be like doing like pre-production stuff or be like super close to ship so i think like that changes a lot uh, depending on like where you are um right now like uh, since like becoming like full-time i feel like i've just taken more like leadership related stuff so like managing smaller teams giving like advice to um other testers like mentoring them um assisting like our directors and leads and just like overall organization 
Um, and then I own like my own like uh, dev support roles and stuff that I do for like design and other departments um, with helping with hiring. Uh, yeah, it's kind of just like there. there's no uh, average like day of like these are the tasks mm -hmm. we're going to do. It really just changes on like what the studio needs and what the team needs. So that's as like vague as I can put it, I guess. <laughs> yeah. What kind of things does dev support involve? Um, so dev support is just like stuff outside of testing where like, for example, in Last of Us Part 2, like we, you know, photo mode and stuff. Um, we mm -hmm. got some of QA to actually go in and help like programming with setting like the, the values for photo mode. Um, so you get to like control like how far the camera goes out um, and like kind of keep it within the constraints of like, you know, the environment and stuff. So mm -hmm. that's just like one of the really cool things that I get to say like, oh, I like help with that. Um, but dev support could really be like a number of things. It's just like helping like little design tasks. And like we've had like, um, like audio team just like help with like implementing sounds and other things like that. Uh, so yeah, dev support is just, I guess it is kind of like literally like what it is like development mm -hmm. support um, and that could be a multitude of things depending on like what the uh, other departments need from QA and stuff. So when it comes to QA testing or dev support either or what do you think are maybe like the three key skills someone needs to be good at that role? Um, Three key skills. You can have more. Uh, okay. Fine. <laughs> okay. Um, let's see. I think the number one thing is communication. Um, mm. Just like being great at communicating because uh, you're talking with a bunch of different departments, uh, especially for the dev support role. Like that comes with a lot of trust. Like you start out, you just got to be a great base tester and then, you know, build your relationships from there. And then from there, like that's when you get like other like added roles and like expanded responsibilities as one does when you get more trust so um great communication um would be the first thing um second skill would just be like willingness to learn i don't know if that's like a skill um it's a quality a quality guess, right? yeah yeah i i i guess i don't know what skill really means <laughs> um yeah, I wouldn't say you need like a bunch of skills, like, but just like more like you learn a lot on the job, especially for QA, mm -hmm. like you can't really go to school for it. I mean, like most QA roles, like don't really require degrees and stuff, but it helps a lot because you learn a lot of things in school, like communication and just like working in groups that uh, helps a lot. So yeah, I guess, yeah, the second one would just be like, has a skill, I don't know if it's a skill to like be open to learning a lot of things, but that is a very big quality because mm. yeah, you want to be able to like take on as much uh, tasks and stuff that they like ask you to do. I guess the third skill would be um, hmm. <laughs> trying to think of what skills I had that I have any skills going <laughs> into this job. Um, I would say I mean, it doesn't hurt to be like computer savvy or just like you like poking around and like troubleshooting things. Oh, yeah. I mean, it's QA. Like, obviously, you want to be able to 
break things and then like want to figure out why they're broken so mm-hmm. i think that is another key skill um i wouldn't say requ- it is required though because like you know that'll come over time but if you have like an eye for like things that are going wrong and like an eye for detail then that that would be super helpful in the job what's the one piece of advice then that you would give to someone who is interested in your role and if they're you know like applying for jobs or going into interviews or just like getting their cv ready what one thing would you tell them um qa is like pretty competitive to get into because it isn't like open like entry level position mostly um so a lot of people are fighting to get it um and so my one biggest piece of advice would just be to <laughs> not really like stand out but um kind of like when you're applying make sure it's really what you want to do and like sound passionate about it um as opposed to like i just like want to get in the industry this is like what i want to do like a lot of people want to get into qa so if it's something that you're really interested in doing like kind of prove that um because mm. i think that stands out a lot when people like want to make a uh, qa just like a career rather than, like a stepping stone and like turning that whole um uh like kind of thought about it of like oh like qa is just like an entry-level position that like anybody can do yeah mm-hmm. and what like tools or pieces of software do you think someone wanting to do QA might want to kind of get familiar with before heading into the to the to the industry uh, I think it depends um because you know like each company uses like a different like bug database software mm-hmm. so there isn't really like I know there's like some certifications for like automation QA for example but um they're really aren't like tools that you could teach yourself. Um, I mean, you could teach yourself like the in and outs of like Jira um, and like other bug databases if you'd like um, and take like courses on those. Um, Just play a lot of games, I think is like a big one and like see what is wrong with those games, what you would want to change about those games and then like bring that to the job. Mm -hmm. So, Obviously, you've been at this for three years, which is still a long time, even if you think you're just at the beginning. What has been your proudest moment so far in all the work you've done in the games industry? Uh, definitely shipping The Last of Us Part Two. <laughs> I know that's just like the, you know, given answer, but I mean, that took up like almost two of those years, like in the industry. So if not a little more than that um so i think just like accomplishing like such a feat like with like one of the most incredible like teams um it's like to this day like my biggest accomplishment and also just like i mean i probably have like given this story a bunch of times but the like the first last of this game was so meaningful to me so it was more just like a personal feat of like i get to work on the sequel of like my favorite game of all time and that's like a pretty big like high and now I don't know where to go mm. from there it's kind of like I'm peaking <laughs> <laughs> yes I am plateauing Amazing. now um. <laughs> so now we can do a couple of fun questions before we wrap up so obviously you've given some fantastic careers advice just now but we get to talk a bit more about kind of 
games for a minute. We've got some rapid fire questions that aren't really rapid fire. Take as long as you need. <laughs> but um, so question one, you're stranded on a deserted island. What is the one game that you have with you? Um, probably The Sims. The Sims 2 <laughs> specifically. I don't know why, but I had like all the expansions for that. I know, like, mm -hmm. Sims 3 and 4 are probably, like, better, but I didn't have a good enough computer to run either of them without, like, all the hitching, so Sims 2, probably. Did you have um, Sims 2 busting out? Because that's the one that I remember. Yes, I have. Yeah. I did have the busting out, and I had, like, the baking, or not the baking one, but you could have, like, a business, so I, like, ran several bakeries. I don't know. It was mm. just, like, open <laughs> possibilities, and I really like building the houses, so... Yeah. Is that your backup career then, running several bakeries? Um, like, <laughs> digitally? Sure, why not? <laughs> <laughs> okay, and I think I already know the answer to this next one, but if you could have worked on any game, past, present, or future, what game would it be and why? You're so sure about this answer. I think that's interesting, and that <laughs> is why I'm choosing a different answer. Okay, okay. Um, I would have loved to work on the Tomb Raider remake. Like, I think 2013, oh, okay. um, just because, like, Tomb Raider is my other favorite series. And, like, besides, um, like, Naughty Dog, Square Enix was, like, is my, I think, my other favorite company. But um, I know Crystal Dynamics specifically, like, does all of the actual, like, um, Tomb Raider stuff. Uh, so, yeah, I feel like I would have liked to work on that um, just because I love Lara Croft. <laughs> Mm -hmm. You thought that you knew the answer. <laughs> you thought. <laughs> okay, uh, what was the first game to make you cry? The Last of Us. Yeah, I think I think that was like the first like five minutes. I was like, huh, like I'm crying. <laughs> <laughs> the first five minutes. I love that. Um, and what? Lastly, what upcoming game are you most excited about? I'm very excited at the moment for uh, Kenna, Bridge of Spirits. Um, yes. Yes. I, I, I feel like I have trouble finishing most games nowadays, but that's one where I'm like, oh, I actually really want to finish that game when that comes out. And of course, like, you know, I'm also excited for the next Horizon, the next God of War, um, and all like the big like shout out to my other Sony studios uh games <laughs> also stray and i need to see more of that like where you play the cat um but yeah i'm really uh, looking forward to kenna it's like coming out the couple of days after my birthday so that's a good perfect timing. perfect timing she literally looks like a disney princess i can't wait for that game <laughs> yeah she's so cute and i want it like one of those little rot um plushies really bad so yeah. have you seen that you can like get hats for them yes I did like, see that. <laughs> <laughs> okay, so just to round it off then, is there any kind of lasting piece of advice that you'd want anyone interested in games at any age to just know at the end of this podcast? Um, don't mix passion for like overworking yourself. <laughs> um, mm. Don't confuse the two because I do that a lot where... I'm like, oh, I'm so passionate about this. And then I just like work myself to the bone. And I feel like that is a lot of people in games because, you know, most of us are here for like the dream of like, oh, I've always wanted to make games. It's my passion. And I love that about the industry, but also like we overwork ourselves a lot. So 
that would be my biggest advice is to just like take a step back and you know it's hard especially in in like the industry where a lot of it is like ran by like contract jobs and stuff so people want to like prove themselves but you can hurt yourself a lot i feel like and you know there are like lasting health implications if you push yourself too hard yeah so yeah just take a step back and like you know your team is there to support you regardless and that's mostly like advice for me i feel like that i won't really follow but um yeah that would be my biggest advice just like in general brilliant well thank you so so much for your time today and like giving us all your wisdom and experience where can people find you where can they like follow you online and see more of your work oh my gosh i guess my twitter uh which is just gabs a20 i like i had a portfolio i should really like update it i don't have like really many interesting things or why like reasons why people should be following but i guess like you can find me on twitter if you ever like need to reach out and um ask me questions and stuff about like ua or other like job related things because i mean i already get that already but i feel like people don't know um the dms are open but please do not send hate mail thank you <laughs> <laughs> brilliant thank you so so much